As the only country in the world named after a geographical landmark, the Republic of Ecuador is considered the most biodiverse country per square kilometer in the world. Ecuador's Galapagos Islands has been extremely popular and was the location that inspired Charles Darwin's theory of evolution. As a commitment to nature in 2008, Ecuador adopted the rights of nature in their constitution, which states that nature has the inalienable right to exist, persist, maintain, and regenerate its vital cycles. Ecuador's population is so diverse that while Spanish is its official language, Ecuador also recognizes 13 other indigenous languages. Today, we are meeting my friend Ricardo, who gives us some insight into his home country of Ecuador. Later in the podcast, you will hear Ricardo highlight some of the different food combinations that are so unique to Ecuador, he believes that you will not find them anywhere else in the world. We start off today's conversation with a youth perspective on how Ecuador is plagued by government corruption, high levels of racism, and sexual assault towards women. I was encouraged to hear that progress from the younger generation has been taking shape slowly through protests and social media. No, there is a shift. Older generations are close-minded and like they're not willing to accept the new ideals, but the younger generations are open-minded and they have learned to accept the new ideals, culture, and ways of living. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Evan Worldwide. On this podcast, I'm going to take you on a journey around the world. You will hear young people's perspectives on culture, conflict, and cuisine. So let's go. Okay, so my name is Ricardo. I moved to Ecuador when I was like four. So I've been raised in Ecuador like my whole life. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Would you say that there is a lot of conflict in Ecuador? Oh, yeah. The main conflict is government corruption because for the past like 12 years, the president and the other people like holding political positions have been involved in money laundering and other crimes and felonies. Is it drug trafficking or is it something else? It is drug trafficking, but they also like steal people's money, like a civilian money. For example, credit cards, they like charge a lot of taxes for like no reason. Wow, that's that's interesting. What social issues are most prevalent in Ecuador? And like, I'm talking racism, sexism, homophobia. I think the most prevalent like of them all is like sexism because due to the particularly, I'm sorry, ways of thinking in my country, like women are like expected to fulfill certain basic jobs and duties. Like women are heavenly discriminated and often like object of sexual assault. Oh, wow. When you mean there, would you say that the sexual assault rate in Ecuador is like pretty high or like, do you not know? No, it is pretty high. It is pretty high. Even on the news, like when I see it on the news, it's like uh, everyday thing. That's unfortunate. Do you think that there's a shift in perspective in young people or do you think young people still think these conflicts are valid? No, there is a shift. Older generations are close-minded and like they're not willing to accept the new ideals, but the younger generations are open-minded and they have learned to accept the new ideals, culture, and ways of living. That's really great to hear. I love that. So you'd say the young people they're like speaking out speaking up against these conflicts and social issues yeah like there have been peaceful protests like around 
Ecuador is pretty much it. Would you say that the people in the bigger cities like Quito and Guayaquil, would you say that the older generation in those cities are more open-minded than the people that are like out in like, that are more like in the, like in the countryside? Or do you think that they're the same? No, I feel like the major cities are more open-minded because let's go, if you go to a pueblo, like if you go to a pueblito, like you'll see like, they're not open-minded at all. Like, for example, you go like with normal clothes, for example, a shirt or like a short, like they see you like in a weird way because they have their own culture. Like they use another type of clothes. So that's kind of... Is this type of clothes that they use, is that more like the indigenous or like... Yeah. Like, what's the tribe in Ecuador? Is it Inca or not? There is family. Inca. There is Inca, but that was like a long time ago. But there is, a, I don't really know, but it's like a paisano thing. Okay. So like people who live like in the, mon- in the mountains and that kind of stuff, they dress in a certain way. For example, they use ponchos. I don't know if you know what ponchos are, but they use like ponchos and like long dresses. So I think I do know what ponchos are. are th- like, are they really colorful? Yeah, they're really colorful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I know what those are then. And like yeah. the hats. Yeah, like pajatoquilla hats. That kind of stuff. Do you keep up with politics and government in Ecuador? I honestly don't because I feel like I have better things to do rather than watching politics. You know? <laughs> That's you know fair. But like you obviously know who the president is and everything. Like yeah, of course. Like, uh huh. Like the main stuff, you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. How do you get your information um, to learn about what's going on in Ecuador, just everyday life? Would you say I like normally, social? Oh, sorry. Oh, don't worry. Um, I normally Google it. My parents tell me about it. Social media is like a big thing that helps me a lot because I follow these accounts that just tell me what's up with Ecuador and that kind of stuff. Would you say that a lot of people like you use social media or their parents mostly? No, I feel like all the teenagers, like my age and like a little bit older, they use social media. And I feel like older people, like they use like newspaper, like TV, like the news, because my parents, they don't use social media like that much for news. Talking about the news, would you say that there's like censorship in the type of news that the Ecuadorian government is and like the media is showing? Does the Ecuadorian government censor any of the news or not really? Not really. They don't. But there was a time they did. But thanks to like the new president, like everything's gonna change. Do you have any friends from different countries? Yes, I do. I have <laughs> friends in Peru and France and Ecuador and here in the United States. And I met some of them like when I go to trips, which is really fun and exciting. That's awesome. So would you say that they're mostly in like Latin America or like in the US, Europe or like all over? Like do you have any Asian, African? Uh-huh. I think it's like America, like Central America, South America, like North America. <laughs> That's it. Oh, and in France, just one friend. All right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Have you, do you see like similarities between the people that you've met, like from different countries or not really? Well, it really depends because everyone has their own cultures and like traditions. But I do see similarities between people who live in Latin America. Mm-hmm. Although the language, it's... If I hear you say guineo, I'm like, what did you just say? It's a banano. <laughs> banano? It's a banana. In Costa Rica, it's banano. In Costa Rica, it's really? banano. In, in Mexico, it's platano. Like in a couple other places, it's like banana. And surprisingly, you guys say guineo, which is very interesting. 
Yeah, we say guineo as well. Mm-hmm. We say banana and guineo. <laughs> These similarities that you see, do you see it through the food or like the way people look, like ideology? Well, I see this, for example, like if I give you one example, like Peru, for example, like we have a lot of things in common, for example, food, because we eat like the same things, like cuy. You know what cuy is? It's an animal. Yo lo probé en Peru. I actually did. You don't like We're it? not friends anymore. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> How can no. you eat a cuy? Like, no, like, I have so much pena for it, so I don't eat it. I made sure to take a polite bite in front of the homestay family. So, oh, God. was it good though? What does it taste like? It actually was pretty good. It was kind of tender. <laughs> no. Anyways, but yeah, that's not it. It's also like ceviche. We eat ceviche, like a lot of seafood. We have like the same things, like the way we dress. For example, like people, costeños, we dress as a certain type, like the Peruvians also dress like that. And like serranos, they also use like ponchos and like bajatoquilla stuff, like colorful dresses. So, mm-hmm. so I know what those terms, costeño and serranos, mm-hmm. that I know what those mean, but could you explain like a little bit to like someone that, that doesn't really know? Yeah. So costeños means people who live like in the coast, <laughs> people who live like near the beach, like where it's hot. So we have like different cultures. It's like very different from costeños to like serranos. Because Iranos are people who live in like in, mont- in the mountains, right? So they live in the cold. They have ponchos. They have sweaters. They have it's like different place, <laughs> like different worlds, literally. So yeah, that's the difference between both. Yeah, that's so amazing. And then like in the middle, there's the paisanos, right? Mm. Well, like costeños, paisanos, and then um, serranos, right? Serranos. You can say that. You can say that. Yeah. Yeah, because you see paisanos in la costa and paisanos in la sierra. So you're right. All right. I just needed to clarify that. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Do you see young people advocating for peace and less conflict in Ecuador? Yes. Um, there has been peaceful and not so peaceful protests. Advocating for women's rights, for example. Like political integrity and other controversial conflicts. Like oh. abortion, for example. Has Ecuador protested in regards to like black lives matter back in june of 2020 or like stop asian hate within the last couple of months they haven't um i feel like um ecuador is just getting to their own thing like they don't really care about other countries so as long as it's not happening in ecuador like people will not do like a change like not change or anything because as an ecuadorian person i can say like all Ecuadorians, they have like a set of mind, like there is res- racism in Ecuador, like a lot. So I, w- I want to talk about a little bit about the racism. So as someone who's also part Latino and like has family in Latin America, has like, a little educated on la- Latin American culture and like, um, um, would you say that this racism is more racist towards black people or like, is it colorism, meaning like only the darker skinned Latinos? Well, I feel like it's in general because, for example, an Asian one, like an Asian um, person, you see an Asian person and you see, ah, chinito, haha, which is really bad. But in Ecuador, it's like really normal. Like 
you go to someone and you say, ha, chinito, japonese, like, you'll say, you're Japanese, like, you're whatever, whatever, and, like, you don't really know that person. Like, he's not even Asian, like, he may be, like, Latino, but he does look Asian, but he is not Asian. Like, he will be attached as a chinito. But I know, but in case of Black people, Ecuadorians had a set of mind that Black people are ladrones, like, they, like, they steal, they rape, so, like, Black people is like bad people in Ecuador. Like you shouldn't get near them. That is an awful mindset to have. No. Yeah. And is it, would you say that that was more like back then or like it's still pretty normalized? Okay. Back then it was worst, (laughs) but now at least younger generations like have changed that. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's good. How can young people help spread awareness to advocate for peace? Recently, there has been like a big group of young women been protesting for their own rights and most of them were teenagers like they were in like 12th grade first year in college students they gather in a plaza in front of a governmental establishment and peacefully make their voices heard so what we do as like a younger generation we protest and like we make our voices be heard awesome now here's like the food questions food and culture questions what are the most popular dishes in ecuador or like the national dish the national dish is in soyel which is fish with cebolla which is onion onion yeah sorry onion um and like papa potatoes yeah that's it so that's mainly soyel that's one then we got ceviche, which is also a Peruvian dish, which contains um shrimp and like vegetables and a soup as well. We also have huatita, which is like the pig's fat. So it's like a pig's fat, yeah. And that my favorite, um, yapingacho. So yapingacho is another one. It's uh, that's my favorite yapingacho. It contains like two sachichas with like potato, like a big potato. And like inside the potato, there's like cheese. Like you can put um peanut butter in it with rice, which is really good. Wait, okay, hold on. So so you're combining salchichas with potatoes, cheese, rice, and, and peanut, peanat butter? butter? Yeah. That's like a ugh, a big mish mixture. That no, but like that's such an interesting combo to think about. Like, how does the peanut butter work? Well, you put the peanut butter in in the potato, like on on top of the potato. That sounds really good, actually. <laughs> so I honestly don't do it because I don't like peanut butter. Oh, okay. So you don't do peanut butter. Okay. Yeah, but the main dish contains peanut butter. Gotcha. And that's your favorite one? Mm-hmm. And then it's called uh, Jacking Japingacho. Japingacho. Okay, okay. Do you have like a story about Japingacho? Like why it's your favorite or like it's just it's always been since you were little? Well, when I was a little kid, I didn't like it because I was like mañoso. Like I was very picky, like very picky. So <laughs> I remember one day they gave me Japingacho and I was like, what is this? Because of the peanut butter? I was like, no, I can't eat it. Like, I can't eat it. Like, I tried it though. And I was like, like, I want to throw it up. But then as the time, like, you know, passed, I started to like it. At the end, I just don't use the peanut butter. That's it. Like, I just take it out. <laughs> and that's it. Okay. So basically, it's just when you were younger, you were super picky. picky. And then you tried it with the uh, mantequilla de mani. And you'd mm-hmm. like, like, Ugh, like, and then you took it off and you're like 
Okay, this is busted. This is good. <laughs> yeah, just like that. That's amazing. Do you have like a special dish or family recipe that brings you great memories or like a good story? Like I any feel Ecuadorian like dish? Pure mashed potatoes. Because mm-hmm. since I was, ever since I was little, I used to like mashed potatoes, right? And like I've eat a lot, like from a lot of people. Because I went to restaurant restaurants um, with my family. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Because I eat mashed potatoes like everywhere, like here in America as well, like North America. I eat mashed potatoes and it was like really good. Like I eat it everywhere. It brings me memories about, you know, my family, like when we were together. So the mashed potatoes in the U.S., would you say it's, it's is it the exact same as like back in Ecuador? Or like, is it different? No, <laughs> like Ecuador has a different um, sabor in here because, you know, over there, everything's more like, it's more natural. Like casero, that's it. That's the word, like casero. So the recipes are like different because I've seen that here and like in the U.S., like they put um like alberjita. You know what alberjita is? Alberjita? It's like, no. it's like, an, it's like, it's like a Wait, little What lip. color is it? What color is it's it? like green, a leaf, a little, little leaf. leaf. Oh, it, oh, so like chives? Yeah, like that. So, and I was like, I don't eat puree like this. Like, I don't eat ma- mashed potatoes like this. That's kind of, well, like, a surprise for me. So it's like, are like potatoes, like, is that like a really important ingredient in like Ecuadorian cuisine? Yeah, like potatoes. Like, we use potatoes for everything. Like, we put potatoes in, in Sevillado, we put potatoes in the ceviche, we put potatoes in the yapingacho. Like, we use potatoes a lot. That's That sounds delicious. Like, just... You know what? Funny enough, my dad, he says that his favorite fruit is a potato. Fruit. <laughs> he just jokes oh. like it. So I'm guessing you're the same way. A potato is your favorite fruit? You can say that. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> Do you have any family recipes or like variations of popular dishes? Like this is not a dish. <laughs> I think it's just for breakfast. But we do like scramble eggs like this way. Like my mom taught me. Like you were supposed to like have three eggs and like put it ham like cheese and onions like <laughs> you should put onions so i think that's that's like a general recipe but like we use it a lot like in Ecuador, like you don't use that kind of stuff like you just okay. put eggs and cheese that's it like you don't add the ham or the onion mm-hmm. all right all right i mean hey it's so simple but it sounds delicious Wait, oh i forgot to tell you oh my god about the the verde like the bolon the tigrillo, those are also like like most famous famous dishes in Ecuador. Oh yeah. Well, funny enough, my next question was gonna be, what is one dish from Ecuador that if I travel there I can't miss? Like if I go to Ecuador, like what's one dish that I like I have to try regardless? Like wherever you have I to try, definitely bolón and tigrillo. It's like the same thing. They're like verdes like platano like platano um so they like mash it and like make like this mix with like different kind of stuff so you don't find it anywhere like you don't find it anywhere like literally you don't find it anywhere just in ecuador and it contains cheese you can ham on it and yeah that's pretty much it but it's like really good like so they're called uh bolón and tigrillo Mm -hmm. tigrillo Mm -hmm. Tigrillo. like it sounds like an animal for some reason yeah, it was like, hey, it sounds delicious, though. If you could tell anyone one thing about Ecuador, what would you tell them? The food. Definitely the food. Like, you will not find anything regarding Ecuadorian food in, like, any other country. 
like I said, Bolon, Tigrillo, you will not find it anywhere. Also in Cebollado, that's like a really an Ecuadorian thing. So when I'm here, like I miss all the stuff because I don't, I can't find it. So I'm just like, you know, sad, homesick because of the food. <laughs> it's so good, but you will not find it anywhere. So yeah. So, so basically you just tell them like, you have to try Ecuadorian food. Like Ecuadorian food is the best. Mm-hmm. Now, what's better, Ecuadorian food or Peruvian food? Ecuadorian, but don't tell them. <laughs> We're well, neighbors. So. Peruvian food is actually like a, apparently on the media. Peruvian food has been getting all the love recently. Peruvian really? food, like people would consider Peruvian food the greatest in the world. No joke. Everyone is actually in love with it. Like there's so many articles about Peruvian food and and also like the best restaurants in the world are like in Lima. Like there was like one of the top five best restaurants in all of like the entire world was like in Lima, I think. And that was like yeah. a huge shock. I've been to Peru. Really? Where? Yeah. No. So I went to Cusco and I went to this other place called Ollantaytambo, which is like in the, in the Andes, like mm-hmm. in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's actually where I tried Cuy. So that's how I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's really so sad because I remember I went to this finca, to like this farm. They have cuis. They're literally hamsters, but big, like big hamsters. So that's sad. so sad. So sad. <laughs> that's sad, but they're delicious. They are delicious. <laughs> if somebody told you they, they were going to Ecuador, where would you recommend them to go? Well, the first thing, of course, the Galapagos Island. Oh, Galapagos Oh, I know. Beautiful. So pretty. Yeah, I know. It's beautiful. So pretty. I want to go there again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to go there. <laughs> let's go to a trip, bro. Yes, let's go. Let's Galapagos. Okay, so first place would be like Galapagos. And like, and like if you want to go to a city, to be honest, I'll say Quito because Quito has a lot more like to do. Like they have a, a lot more life of culture because Quito is like, in La Sierra (laughs) so that means there's more things to do like more culture to see for example our clothes well for the serranos their clothes like their food like the the beverages the drinks oh nice nice and would you say Quito's better than Guayaquil or if and Guayaquileño hears this they're gonna hate me but Quito is the best because they're more um evolved and advanced um than Guayaquil. Guayaquil is like you know mass like in the all time you know so yeah, yeah. so it's like Quito's more like desarrollado yeah desarrollado que Guayaquil. Okay. okay okay by the way desarrollado means developed thank you thank you so much for this amazing interview I got really great perspective on Ecuador and I learned a lot about the food and on the Japingache, I should take off the mm-hmm. mantequilla de mani, so mm-hmm. I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> and that every time I eat kui, I have to feel sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Amazing. I will definitely be trying encebollado, and we are going to the Galapagos. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let's yeah. go, bro. Será tan divertido. But thank you for having me, for like having me for the interview. Ay, con mucho gusto. Muchísimas gracias por hacer esta entrevista conmigo. Te aprecio muchísimo. Thank you for listening to my Global Youth Perspective podcast. 
My goal is to share insight into the lives and cultures of my friends around the world, and hopefully we can listen to each other, bridge our differences, and make this world a better place.